What is up, guys? Welcome back to episode five of the Zach and Pat Show. I'm Zach. I'm Pat. And this is a Monday episode, so that means it's just Pat and I here. So we're starting your week off right with us. Um, Yeah, and uh, so Monday episodes are Pat and I. Thursday episodes, we bring in a guest. Um, So what are we talking about today, Pat? Uh, Fundamentals of a relationship. You know, it's we've been on that kind of relationship string the last few episodes and and the importance of relationships. And, you know, I actually had a, a really good talk. Started off as a divorce counselor and now therapist. I think having a therapist and somebody that you see regularly is very important. But part of that conversation was the fundamentals of a relationship and things to look at and things that are important. Um, and we're, we're just going to dive into it, whether it's a husband and wife, boyfriend, girlfriend relationship, or just a friend's relationship. Um, and just all these things correlate to that relationship. And there's are there one, two, three, four. Sixteen different things Sweet. on this list. Uh, obviously, we don't have to dive into all of them, but you know, there's a lot of good things on here that you don't even really think about. Mm-hmm. And whether it's on the friend side or the, the romantic relationship side, there's just a lot of a lot of things on here that are great. And hopefully, this is something that people can resonate with and kind of look at their relationships or how they approach relationships moving forward in a better way. Sounds good to me. Let's do it. All right. So let's just roll through these words that are on here. So the fundamentals of a good relationship, trust, respect, honesty, tolerance, a healthy dependency, fidelity slash loyalty, uh, ethics and morals, affection, uh, intimacy, uh, quality time, rapport, morale, communication skills, problem solving skills, division of labor, and enhancing each other's dreams. Now, obviously, in a friendship or a business relationship, there's a few things that you know aren't going to be on there, like right. intimacy. We're, we're not very intimate, yeah, are we, Pat? You know, <laughs> I mean, we, you know, we we have we have vulnerable conversations, and 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 again, that's just how do you define intimacy? Like that is a form of intimacy, not a romantic intimacy, but a uh, an intimacy between friends. Um, you know, and obviously, division of labor. I mean, you know, obviously we got to decide well, who's going to post the reels, right, you know, post the reels and <laughs> obviously you and the guests typically carry our, carry the podcast. I'm just there for oh, fun. No. <laughs> I lean um, on you. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately like the, the, the top three trust, respect, and honesty. I mean, how much more important are those three things in anything? I mean, I know for me in a relationship, like if I can't trust you, there's no even, there's no point in even trying to have a relationship. For sure. I think trust and honesty, like, you know, kind of go to together, yeah. really. I mean, yeah. you know, it's like almost the same thing in my head. I mean, I know they're different, but, I mean, we, I feel like you can't have one without the other. Oh, 100%. And then uh, respect. Like, you're understanding the things that your your friend or your partner are going through and being able to be there for that person and you know, guide them through that if they need that help, but just under being understanding, valuing their time, valuing their opinions and their words. And, you know, Connor talked about it, their criticisms, Mm -hmm. you know, all of that stuff kind of comes into that respect aspect of things. And, you know, just the way you, way you go about your life and the way uh, you are with Gina and Calvin and your work ethic. I mean, those are all things that I respect about you, the way you go about your life. And it's great. And I think that's why, you know, this works, this, yeah. this, this works. And, you know, again, trust, right. Your trust for me, my trust for you. Right. Oh, I mean, yeah, I respect you. I mean, I was, I was actually thinking about this last night. I don't know why I was, I was like sitting there doing dishes and I was like, Pat's kind of like the big brother I never had. You know, that's kind of <laughs> like the vibe I always feel like I get. You know, like we're obviously we, we, we've worked together a ton. You know, you're a couple of years older than me. I feel like you're a couple of years ahead of me in like the fatherhood aspect of things. I mean, you always have great advice anytime I, you know, need anything. Financial advice, I've gone to you for that before in the past. Like, I mean, you know, you helped me. You know, you were the lender that I used to buy this house. Um, yeah, so I mean, I respect you in a ton of ways too. So I, I, I goes back at you. greatly appreciate that. And, and yeah, I mean, it just... It, when you have that for somebody, it, it just, the biggest thing is be yourself. Like, you know, there's, there's certain people where you're like kind of hesitant 
do I really want to show that full like side of me? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like with you, I think we're, we're one in the same in terms of how we are, the way we act, the way we communicate, um, and the way we go about life. So it just makes it easier. And I'm, I'm happy to be your big brother. Oh, thanks man. So, <laughs> um, but yeah. And then, you know, obviously, like we said, trust and honesty are one of the same. The next one, tolerance. Um, you know, there's a couple different ways we can go down this. Like yeah, we, to- sure. do we tolerate each other, obviously, yeah. like, you know, um, but you know, is it tolerance I mean, for what, the f- what, what exactly is the definition of tolerance? Yeah. I'd love to know that. Yeah. I mean, the act of being tolerant. <laughs> oh, let's Google that. Let's I'm Google. like, I'm Google. Google. I'm, I'm Jamie. Yeah. I was going to say, are you our Jamie or what? <laughs> hey, Murph, pull that up. <laughs> <laughs> tolerance. All right, not my tolerance. <laughs> the ability or willingness to tolerate something. Okay, so I wasn't just being a smartass. No, I was right. right. Come on, there's got to be a... In particular, the existence of opinions or behavior that one does not necessarily agree with. Oh, okay. Well, I feel like that or can apply to a... Or yeah. and weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's where I was thinking is like the things that may you may that may bother you about somebody yeah um that things that they may do or say or the way they act um but your your love for them allows you to look past the bad things it allows mm-hmm. you to to tolerate for sure. um what it is maybe we should maybe maybe we should google what tolerate means because yeah. you know tolerance is the verb of tolerant so right. Um, I mean, I can think of, you know, I'm just like sitting here trying to think of like things that like Gina does, for instance, that I tolerate. To be tolerant. You know? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I don't know if I should say this on, on the podcast, <laughs> but I, you know, I'm thinking of, I can think of one. Gina, that I think she get, yeah, I was thinking of one that, you know, I know she, I always give her shit for, but I know she, she, I, I think at this point she does it just to, just to irritate me because she know it, it'll piss me off. But right. like anytime she's like opening something, like she doesn't open it up. And like, like say it's a, you know, one of those Ziploc bags and it's got the, the tab that you rip off the top, right? Mm. She never rips the thing all the way off. <laughs> she rips it and just like half of it hangs there. And it's just, yeah, and it's just like dangling <laughs> and it just irritates me. And she knows it, she knows it irritates me. And it's just one of those things that, you know, I tolerate. Right. <laughs> My OCD is going crazy just hearing about this. Yeah. yeah she'll like leave the fucking little flappy on there. <laughs> Gina, what the fuck, man? Gina, I'm just kidding. Gina, yeah. please rip don't off. kill me. You're downstairs right now. Please, <laughs> please rip off the flappies yeah. for Murph's OCD. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, for me, obviously, I'm not in a relationship or or have anybody like that. Um. So my tolerance, uh, you know, kids, for example. Oh yeah, for they sure. They don't always listen, you know, or they don't always do what you ask them to do, or if they do, they do it wrong. Um. And that's fine. That's they're learning. But again, it's having a tolerance mm-hmm. for their understanding might not be or their ability to do something where to my ability or the way that I want them to, you know. So um, I've got a lot of obviously there's a lot of tolerance there for my for my children for work. You know, um, the Federal Reserve, you know, yeah. hey, you know, really want to get into this? Yeah, we can really get into this. I've got some tolerance for the Federal Reserve. You know, they uh, they do a lot of things good and bad. So, you know, we got to have a little bit of tolerance for that. And, you know, or just the way l- rules and guidelines change. Mm-hmm. Having a tolerance for being able to um, know and have an understanding of why they're changing it. So be able to explain it understand it uh the next one healthy dependency huh. so i <laughs> so i don't want to always talk about the divorce or the things that between my ex-wife and i you know i don't always like that but <laughs> that was <laughs> that was the thing like there was no dependency on each other we were both so independent that we really didn't ever have any uh, it was an unhealthy dependency because she could do her own stuff. I could do my own stuff there. We never had that like that, just any dependency on each other. We are a solid team in basically in harmony of a good, healthy dependency on each other where it's not like, all right, I can't survive without you. It's, it's, you know what? 
we can come back to each other and be there to, you know, console each other in the end or lean on one another or, or something like that. If one's having a bad day, guess what? You know, you always hear these, you know, it's never 50, 50, mm-hmm. you know, some days it's going to be 70, 30, some days it's going to be 100 and zero and Carrie, And I think that kind of weighs into that healthy dependency where like, you know what? I don't always, I'm not always having to be a hundred. So no, that's shit. That's, a lot on dependency man. Yeah. I like that. that's perfect <laughs> well that's uh, the thing is it's that's you know my, my therapist was saying like that's one of the tougher parts of uh, a, a healthy relationship is that dependency right because well, i totally a, agree with everything you said i'm just sitting here trying to think like i mean i know there's definitely things that gina and i like there's definitely things that she depends on me for and there's a lot of stuff i definitely depend on her for but i mean i always think that i mean we've been together for like 13 years feel like it's it's been it's been pretty healthy i mean there was there was time there's like you said there's definitely times where i've had to pick up the slack and then there's definitely right. times she's picked up my slack for sure right um yeah, man like some a lot probably a lot more of her picking up my slack than anything um yeah <laughs> well it'd be interesting to you know maybe we should bring her on for one of these episodes hey, and, hey, Gina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean and, but, but no that would be yeah, fun yeah for and, sure and have her have her put her two cents in on, on these things. And that would be cool too. Is like, obviously we're two guys and we've got our perspectives on it and it would be interesting to get a female's perspective on it and have, you know, maybe that's one of those routes that we go in one of our next episodes or one of our next guests is have, have a female come on and, Oh, for sure. Definitely. I've got, I've got some females on my list for sure. I think I've got some too as well. So I know it says manhood on the show, but it doesn't right. necessarily but, mean but bring in a fun, different yeah, perspective, different than, vibe for sure. Yeah, just a lot of yeah. male testosterone and yeah, lots of smelly dudes in here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, um, all right, next one. Obviously, this isn't so much in term like so. That's why they have it. It's fidelity slash loyalty. Obviously, yeah, in a friendship, fidelity isn't a thing, right? You know, but loyalty is Murph. Loyal, loyalty, or being loyal. What's what, what, what's the definition on that one? What do you got? I was going to give you my definition. Your definition. Yeah, let's yeah. hear it. Let's or give both of you. Yeah, yeah, both of yeah, yours. What sure. are, what, what's your definition of it? So when I think of the act of being loyal to someone, to me it is a faithfulness to a concept, person, or idea uh, that tests your merits even in ter- even in times of doubt. Yeah, faithful. Yeah, faithfulness. That's a great way of putting it. Yes. You're you're faithful to that person. Um, yeah, faithful is a great way to put yeah. it. I think. All right, and so then the basic definition is the quality of being loyal. Right. Fuck um, that. Like, come on, give us something good. Right. But <laughs> a, a strong feeling of support or allegiance. Yeah. Okay. Allegiance. allegiance that's another, a great word. Yeah. yeah. Another another great, great word to use word. for it. Because yeah. when you look at the operative phrase like pledge of allegiance, what are you doing? You're saying I am loyal, loyal to the to country. This thing right yeah. here. Right. Yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why the Pledge of Allegiance, I guess I just have never, I never put that together, I guess. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it makes complete sense yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I don't know. Pledge yeah, I mean, just always I just Pledge of you know, yeah. it's like almost one of those things that you, you just recite just because you know it. And right. It's like, like you say in a phone number that, you know, you right. know, you just know the words and you just start saying it. And that's a problem. You don't really think of it. Yeah. You don't think about no, it. You, you know, you don't think about the words that you're saying. I'm about to go off. <clears throat> Murph. But God, I can't wait to have a camera on me soon, 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 soon. Um, the thing about that little statement you just said, though, is very, very telling, though, because when we did the Pledge of Allegiance when we were all in grade school, it was one of those things that it started off with every morning mm-hmm. and you didn't think anything of it because we were taught what to think, not how to think and not just do it to be conditioned to say something like a phone number. I also know the friggin number to Tommy Two-Tone. I'm not loyal to him. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Yeah, I mean, it sounds bad saying that, but it's true, though. I mean, it you is. just start saying the words, you know, and I guess I can't think about the last time that I've said the Pledge of Allegiance that. I've like, you know, just thought about the words that are being said and it's bad, you know, it's bad that I'm admitting that now that I'm saying it out loud, but like true. But that allows you to fix that with you. Yeah. Next time I'm going to be saying that I'm going to, you know, next time I say it and now that we're talking about it, I'm definitely going to be thinking about it. And and it's the same thing that goes back to the, or uh, to the national anthem. I mean, back when I was playing, that's I've probably that song I've probably heard more times in my life. Oh yeah, I'm than sure. any ball. other song. You know the national Taking anthem. Half the ball game. Yeah, national anthem is is played before every single game, and I think one of the coolest things that they did when I was with the Reds 
and one of the minor league teams that I was with, we had uh, some military come out to the field and explain the meaning of the national anthem and the American flag to them and what that represented to them, to us. And I thought that was so cool because I've got, I mean, I've got a soft spot in my heart for veterans in, in our military. Um, and they, these older gentlemen came out and we, we sat there on the field and they talked to us for about 30 minutes about all this. But the biggest thing was like the American flag to our military is like, that is a piece of home. Like that is like that is a like the actual physical home when they're overseas, and it's so important to them, and that's why. Like I had a whole newfound respect for the national anthem at this point because I you know you sit there and in the minor leagues you just you you bet a lot and one of those bets was you know this is gonna be kind of funny but how long the national anthem would run for because everybody sings it so differently and that's what's so beautiful about the song is like there's so many different renditions of it. But you, I had a whole newfound respect for it. And this was in 2012. I encourage anybody to talk to a veteran and ask them what the American flag and the national anthem mean to them. And it's, it's, it's pretty powerful. It, it, I mean, I'm, I'm tearing up thinking yeah. about it, you know, um, because it, it was, it was a, it was a very emotional 30 minute conversation that we had with these guys and these guys that fought and gave so much for our country. Um, you know, it was just something that, that I'll never forget. Every time I hear the national anthem, I am sure as shit taking my hat off, off, hand on my hat, heart. heart. Yeah. You know, just like in anything in a relationship, you've got to have that that loyalty to one another. And and yeah. on the on the flip side of that is the fidelity, which again, on, pretty important on, in a relationship. On a, remote, yeah. on, a, on a romantic relationship, definitely. You know, you can't sure. you know cheating and and philandering and all that stuff is, you know. That's, that doesn't make for a healthy relationship. It eliminates again, eliminates the trust. Well, yeah, I feel like you're seeing a lot, a lot of that, like now on the internet with like the open relationships and like all that stuff. And it's just, I just can't imagine where that's. I just, I just can't imagine any that that working out long term for no, anybody. At all. You know, uh, it's just I feel like I've seen more and more of that, like on Instagram and shit lately. Yeah, like the and, swingers uh, and yeah, it's just. Great. Oh, I know. Like I remember someone recently told me, like someone I know from from high school and like him and his wife are swingers now and it's like huh. whoa <laughs> you know like huh how, how did that happen you know right like you i mean know. i like the, the, the sexual side i get i get it. like obviously sex is great but i don't know about for you guys but for me like no it doesn't you know what, talk what do you love no, no, like, like, all right so i mean i've like and for me for anything sexual like it, there has to be emotion tied to it like I can't just you know one night stands like it gets old. I, 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 I mean I'll be honest like I've never had a one night stand like not missing anything no and that's the thing is like everyone that I've I have slept with even in, through pro ball and all those things like I never just had one night stands like I would always like if I slept with somebody it was because I had a, an emotional connection to them and I think that emotional connection t- just brings such a different level and and pleasure sure of course the whole thing so you know it kind of leads into the next one like affection affection is one of these key words and i i kind of interchange affection with emotion yeah but i would feel there's there's a lot i feel like there's a lot of different ways you can show affection oh absolutely. you know it's obviously not just physical no absolutely 100 percent. readily feeling or showing fondness right yeah there's a lot of and basically just showing someone that you like them one of my favorites ethics morals and values it's ultimately what I want my boys to learn from me is the golden rules. Number one, I try to be kind to everyone. I I try to understand principles. You don't quit. Yeah. You never quit. It's actually a conversation that I'm about to have with a player on my team. When you commit to something, you see it all the way through uh, and you don't quit. And no matter how much you, you hate it, no matter how much you're not, into it the way you do one thing is the way you do everything i want them to give their heart and their all and everything no matter whether they want to be there or they don't want to be there i want them to to do that and that's how in in, in the relationships that i'm in you know i want those people to have those same beliefs and principles and morals that i have um maybe not so much beliefs everybody has different beliefs but 
essentially the same ethics and morals right. and principles. Just things you stand on. Yeah, stand behind, right. You know? Exactly. What are what are some of yours? Whew, uh, man, I was just thinking while you're saying while you're talking there. So I'm like, I would say, you know, one of the things that it's just it sounds basic and simple, but like, man, I'm I'm always nice to people yeah. until there's a reason for them not to be right. unless unless they give me a reason not to be nice to them. And that's something I definitely, you know, want to instill in Calvin. Basically, I mean, I can reiterate pretty much everything you said there. Yeah. How you do one thing is how you do everything. Um, that's a huge you know, motto I live by. Um, you know, I do a lot of things and I, I try to do them as, to the best of my ability at all times, you know, because there's, you know, I mean, even uh, like loading the dishwasher. Right. You know, if I'm catching myself, say it a lot, aren't I? Um, <laughs> I'm catching it's you more. Have, if you're playing the drinking yeah, game, yeah. yeah, take a drink. They're, oh shit! Okay, Pat, take five drinks. Mm. Is it only five? That's it. It's five that I've caught. But okay. then I went back and re-edited an episode that I said you only had four, and within four minutes there were more than four. Damn it! We're making progress, people. Well, we were making progress. Where was I? We <laughs> were at um, you know, yeah, yeah, you know. How do you uh, how you do one thing is how, how you do, do everything. everything. Got to be a hard worker. I think that's absolutely that's just like a prerequisite. Like, there's no see for me. Like, though, like that's just a given. The given. Like, I, 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 I've I have very little tolerance for laziness. I and people and, that you know, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine recently, and he was kind of talking about how he wanted to start getting in the gym, and you know, like this 2024 is gonna be the year. And I'm like, all right, man. Well, when are you going? Yeah. When are we going next week? Let's go. Yeah. Like, let's pick a time. Yeah. Tell me, tell me what gym we're going to. I'll I'll show up. I'll work out with you. And, uh, you know, I just kind of feel like I'm getting the, the, oh, well, you know, yeah. Yeah, maybe I, I got to look at, you know, I'm like, Hey, oh. if you're watching this, get to the fucking gym. Oh, you know, I'm talking to, you know, he's talking uh, about it. Go <laughs> to the fucking gym. Get to the fucking I feel like gym. he just wasn't giving me the, right. you know, I was like giving him all the opportunities. Right. Like, yeah, show up, man. Let's do it. You know, we don't have to do anything crazy. Um, and yeah. So yeah. I get, yeah. I, I, hard. Like for me. So. <laughs> it's just one of those times where I miss coaching because I would have just been like I would have not conducted myself as politely. I'm like, oh, I feel like being a little bitch today. All right, cool. Yeah, and right, just cool. walk off. He's one of my buddies, and yeah. I'm not trying to you know make him feel shitty, but I'm just like, I mean, is not making him feel shitty helping him? True. I, sh- I should be a little bit more stern. Mm. Yeah, we talked right. about that. The criticism I'm, being a true friend. Yeah, no, that's true. I could be better about that. You know what? I, I think there's I, one I this... thing about me. I've, I think I have, sometimes I do have a hard time telling people shit that they need to hear. Yeah. But again, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, to, a, I'm a pleaser, you know, like I, if there's one thing about me, I'm, I spent a decade that's, serving that's, people, that's salespeople, right? That's sales yeah, in general, true. you know, so, but ultimately I don't think you'd have an issue telling me if I was, I don't know, you know, and, and, but I, think, I guess it's different with real estate like, stuff, you and I real can, estate stuff. I feel like I'm like, not, e- not even the real estate stuff, but like, if you're like, Pat, you're getting fucking lazy. I think you could tell it to me and I'm, and I'm not going to get upset about it. Yeah. You know, there's certain people sure. that would get upset. You say it to them in a specific way and you got a person, but read the mood. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what we talked about a couple episodes ago. So, but I have no problem telling people to fuck off. I know. Right. We, we, <laughs> yeah. You can defer to me. I'll be your attorney in this matter. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I know the hard, like the hard work. Now there's times where I'll, like I'll get lazy. And it happens and I'll, but I'll, you know what, if I'm, I'll be the first one to admit it. You know, if I'm getting lazy, you're right. I'm, I'm being fucking lazy. I'm exhausted. I'm tired and I'm going to be lazy today, but you better believe that's only going to last for that night. Yeah. I'm get 24 back hours. Yeah. I wake up tomorrow. You know, I, I make it up tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. I punish. I am. Sometimes I'm ruthless with myself. I punish myself yeah. when I get into the gym. All right. Well, you didn't work out yesterday, so you know we got to do this instead. Or you know, I'm burpees. Burpee. Yeah, a lot of times it's burpees. Um, <laughs> but uh, or like, all right, I'm gonna, you know, I'm not leaving open mat tonight until I roll t- ten rounds. I got to roll ten <laughs> rounds. You know, something like ridiculous right. like that. You know, maybe if I was only gonna go there and roll six or eight, you know, I'm, I'm rolling ten. You yeah. know, that that's something I'm counting. I'm paying attention to. Um, yeah. So I just if I'm. I'm a bitch one day, I make it up the next. <laughs> uh, but no, like, it didn't matter what I was going to do. Like, where I ended up, like, I knew that because of how hard I worked and the determination and the effort that I was going to put forward, no matter what I did, I was going to be successful. That's just the mindset that 100%. I always had. 
And I think that's how both of us are and how why we think this is going to be successful and why it's going to be successful because we have that mindset. No matter what we do or what we set out to do, we're going to be successful in that endeavor because of our work ethic. So yeah. what are some things when it all changed for me? Cause like, I know that I, when I grew up, I was like very different than I am now. Yeah. You can go back and talk to any of my buddies that I grew up with. And, um, I think, I think things have changed over the last, you know, like 10 years for sure. But like really when I think when I, when I hit high school is when things changed for sure for me, I uh, was never an athlete growing up. I mean, I played, you know, I played soccer. I played all the CYC sports, which right. CYC for people that aren't listening that don't know what is it, Catholic youth, youth. something. Some, yeah. It's like the, you know, if you're, there's a shit ton of Catholic schools. Conference. Conference. Yep. That's what it is. Uh, there's a shit ton of uh, Catholic grade schools here in St. Louis and, you know, so they had this big conference of, you know, everybody played sports against each other. Um, so I, but I played all the CYC sports. I played soccer. I played baseball. I played basketball for like one year. I mean, I'm, if I'm one, if I'm really bad at one sport, it's basketball. Um, <laughs> Shit. Yeah, dude, I think yeah, I made I'm it. with you. We're, Let's not, play. we're not going to start a basketball team. <laughs> Bro, you no. kick my ass in jujitsu. No. I'll kick your ass in basketball. I'm, dude, the, I've, I've, I said, I'm like, I'm not very cool. I mean, I was decent at hockey, but I'm not. Ball sports, I'm not good at any ball. I mean, sport. bro, I mean, you and I'm I good are... at I'm good at moving human beings. Like I, I was, I played, played line. I was an offensive lineman, outside linebacker in football, and then I wrestled. Those are the learn sports handles, I was bro. ever good. You can move humans out from in front of you, make them break the ankles, another way of breaking the ankles. You know what I mean? I you can know. do this. I'm not that quick. Point guard game. <laughs> we gotta be quick. You gotta be crafty. You know what? Yeah. But anyway, I was never an athlete growing up, and then I hit. I started playing football in my freshman year. And it was like, it was, it was pretty intense starting off. Cause like we, at St. Mary's, we had, we had these summer workouts and we, you showed up, uh, I think it was, it was Monday through Thursday and you, but you were there from 8am to noon those days. And we, we did, you know, we did like an hour of lifting weights, an hour of like plyometrics, an hour of like football drills. And then like an hour of like watching film and like studying. And it was like the, the, the camp getting ready. And we did that pretty much every summer. I think that was the schedule. It might've only been three hours, but it was either three or four. And we, I did that every year. And, uh, but I remember doing that freshman year and it like everything changed. I started doing that. I saw like what actually was playing a sport that I kind of liked. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, start really, that was when I started lifting weights. I kind of fell in love with that and the, you know, just the, the guys, right. you know, I became friends with the guys there and I really just started liking the sport. And then I, we had some really good coaches that I learned a ton from. They made us read books and that's like I feel like when I really started like, uh, like looking into that like kind of self de- development kind of stuff. But then you know you're a high school kid. You know you're not really. Right. You know I'm just waiting. Wait. You know the time I was busting tables and I wasn't like really focused on like a career. I never knew what I wanted to do when I grew up. I always said I wanted to be a fireman. Like yeah. growing up, that's what I always said. You know, Me too. people really. Yeah. Really. Damn. I always said I wanted to be a fireman. But then the reason I'm beyond, I just wanted, I found out what firefighters made and I just, I wanted to make more money. Yeah. That's, that's really what it boiled down to. Sounds probably bad saying that, but I just wanted to make more money than that. And I was and then, yeah. And then obviously we've talked before how I got into real estate, but, uh, I just, then after college, college, I, I, I got really fat my freshman year. So I stopped, stopped working out altogether. Me you know, too. yeah, I did the whole freshman yeah, yeah. 30 probably. I, yeah. I remember my, it was, sec, it was, uh, second semester sophomore year or no, no. Yeah. Second semester sophomore year. I remember looking at, this is like after I lived in the frat house, I mean, I was like, I was like 200 pounds. And for those listening, I'm like buck 70 right now ish, maybe like 65. I've been doing this carnivore diet for five days. I'm How's like, it going? Dude, I'm feeling great. Yeah. Other than the explosive diarrhea. It's great. <laughs> Retweet, dude. <laughs> But I bet the lack of energy crashes. As no, one hundred percent. No, that that's There's, great. Your joints like, feel better. Real. What? Your joints feel better. Yes, yes. That's yeah. one thing I've noticed so far. Less carbs means less inflammation. Um, I uh, that's when I like kind of got back. I got back into the gym second semester sophomore year and started working out like four or five days a week again, just like lifting weights. Yeah. And that's what I did for, you know, fucking five years straight. And but I was like pretty dedicated to it, like consistent the whole time. And then then I found jujitsu and that's when everything changed. Yes. And then I was like, Oh, I stopped. I used to smoke cigarettes. Like I used to 
Yeah, dude. Marble Reds, a, were you a cowboy killer? In, in high school, that's what I smoked. And then I switched to lights <laughs> in your, college. Uh, yeah, Marble Lights. Can't, I was can't, Turkish Royals back in the day. <laughs> Turkish Royals are, were fine. Yeah. But I hate saying that, actually, out loud. But oh, as dude, far as been, cigarettes. I was never a smoker. I, Reds. I, I, I dipped. I stopped when Connor was born. And then with started back up again. Yeah, yeah too. You <laughs> I was going to say, we're back again. on the train, yeah, baby. Yeah. Well, I stopped. Uh, I, I used these things called grinds. And they were basically pouches. Like like normal tobacco pouches, but instead of having tobacco, they were coffee. Ah, so give then a little I, buzz. Well, then now I got to a point where I was addicted to caffeine and coffee, <laughs> and I'm having so much anxiety because I'm throwing them in like a normal dip. So like I'm getting ready to go to bed. Yeah. So it's it's I just I just eat dinner. Yeah. You know. The, yeah, you need the, it after the, a meal. I remember. The best yeah. the best dip is always right after, after a meal. meal. Yeah. So I always would throw one in, and after oh. dinner I would eat. And it's like, you know, 6, 30, 7 o'clock at night, yeah, and I'm throwing in three pouches of coffee grinds, <laughs> which is like a f- like, three like three cups, cups of, of coffee. coffee. <laughs> and I'm like wired all night. I can't And my see. heart's like, I'm having heart palpitate. Like, and like the greatest thing I could have done was dip again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get there off the... Uh, <laughs> I've, used, I've used pouches once. And listeners, look, I've done a lot of drugs, but we were at an event for first form. I hadn't really eaten in like three hours. All I had in my system was coffee, and Aaron Summers gave me like a long pouch. Mm. Holy fuck. Oh, yeah. I did not feel okay. No? No. Oh, wow. I, mm. Dude, me in the bathroom got dude. real close for a little while. There. Dude, I, that's that's the last time I think I tried it. I mean, I, I did it a little bit in college. So, so but, parents, yeah. if you ever want your kids not to dip, give it to them young. Give it to them young. They're gonna I, throw that shit up, and they'll never do it again. I yeah, I remember. I remember a guy. I worst. can think of so many people. Oh, man, I'm not gonna get into some fraternity stories because I could go on there. Oh, we can talk. We can do. We can do a whole other episode on that because I know yeah. you've got things you want to ask, stories you want to ask me. Oh, me bro, you up. got some good stories. <laughs> uh, we'll save those for another episode. But yeah, some of those pro ball stories are fucking hilarious. Um, but oh man, yeah, I, I used to dip a little bit, but I was never really into that. But yeah, I used to smoke cigs, like you know. I was never like, I mean, I would get to a point where I was going through, you know, two packs a week ish, something like that, Damn. which is not like a ton, but I mean, maybe it is a ton. I don't know. It's well, it, it's it's not a ton, it, well, it, and it was it was always kind of centered around drinking. I mean, but I would smoke cigs sober, you yeah. know. Um, but it was something about being in the car, mm-hmm. you know. Like I always used to like that, that, my my favorite dips in Pro Bomb were like as soon as we got on a bus. Yeah, they, nice like, long doesn't drive. matter. Doesn't matter what time it was. It could have been at one o'clock in the morning or six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning. Like just sitting down on the bus, and whether you know you're crammed next to somebody or you're been on their long, you've been at that team long enough that you get your own yeah. seats. Oh yeah, you stretch out. Yeah, you get to relax. <laughs> uh, the first thing I did as soon as I sat down was was throwing a dip. Oh yeah, <laughs> chaw. Yeah. yeah, it was, and uh, you just sit back and you just. <sighs> oh man, I was in my ready fraternity. For this everybody long would ass dip. fucking bus ride. Man, I can't tell you how many dips, dip spitters I've kicked over, knocked over, almost drank. Like uh, uh, I've drank a few. I have uh, as well. Those brown no. beer bottles will get you. <laughs> Let me tell you, those or, brown beer or, bottles. Or are... a Coke or Dr. Pepper bottle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, that'll get you, too. Sorry to all the ex-girlfriends that have ever drank in a bottle of my dip spit. It happens. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's <laughs> gross. It's the entire baseball team. Like, that's like, I, I, don't know, I don't know when that became a thing. I would love to know the history of when baseball and chewing tobacco became a fucking thing. Yeah. Um. But, like, they're trying to put an end to it. Really? How? They have these things in the minor leagues called the dip police. Oh, yeah. We we would... So, I'm going to rat you motherfuckers out right now. Uh, <laughs> Get them. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, uh, everybody knows when the dip police are going to be there. And you know, like, they can't go through your shit. Just don't be a fucking dumbass. Don't leave your dip out where people can see it. Right. Hide it. And... When you know the dip police are going to be there, do they have like an actual badge? Dip, <laughs> you know, like. But here, but but, but here's the thing: they show up like, on bicycles. But this is what's <laughs> this is what's fucking crazy is they can flag you 
for anything that they think is dip. So like I could throw in a massive wad of big league chew and it, it looks like you yeah. laugh. No, I but don't. But these, these fucking fines aren't cheap. Really? Yo, it was a fucking month's worth of salary. It was like your month's pay. It was $1,100. You're just hoping like, but here's the thing. It's a one-time charge to the entire team. So you're like, God, I hope somebody else got caught. I really hope somebody else got caught. So you don't want to be because the only it's guy. it's a fine. It's not even a fine to the team. It's a fine to the manager. The manager gets fined eleven hundred bucks. Obviously, your manager is not paying a fine to someone else. So they, hey, whoever got busted, you're paying the eleven hundred bucks. Well, or oh, I get why you want more people to get. So you, you want, split the yeah, split, so up, you the split cost. up the eleven hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Ten people get caused one hundred ten bucks. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> You know, you, you you hope more guys get caught, so you're breaking up that cost. But if you're the only guy that gets caught, like if you're in short season A ball back when I played, that's your whole month's income. There's no payment plans in minor league baseball. It's like you pay that shit in full <sighs> unless you find somebody that's got like you got the, that can spot you the money and you, you promise to pay them back over time. But yeah, I mean, luckily I never got caught. Luckily we always knew we knew when they were going to be there. But that's how they're trying to stop that in the game. Mm. Obviously, it doesn't work. I thought this was America. Yeah. Right. It's bullshit. Yeah. But here's the thing. There's no union in minor league baseball. You're just fucking stuck. You got to do what they tell you to do. I really and if big league chew, though. That does sound good, doesn't Thanks, it? Thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. Like the first five chews are <laughs> yeah, so fucking so good. good. It's delicious. I just want five chews. It never gets old. I just five chews of big league chew, and then I'll move on to the I just the, love the... The pan, I love how yeah. you pull out of this, the shredded, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll throw <laughs> in a chaw, too. Yeah. yeah, that okay, so that's how it starts, because it's literally, that's what chew is. Yeah. Like, actually chewing tobacco. Oh, yeah, for sure. You knew, I, we used to, I, yeah. I remember doing uh, the sweet roll. With, okay, with, yeah. Yeah, where you, you, mix it with, you mix it with big league yeah. chew, right? And that was yeah. called a sweet roll. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you get <laughs> It's red, a baseball thing. Yeah, you buy some red man. Yeah. You know, and same fucking bag as big yeah, chew. Is, you open yeah. it up, you pull it out, it's... Just like Big League Chew, put it in your mouth, chew it up, and then you wrap the gum around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah we, that's the quickest way to get caught. Nobody really, no one really. When I played, no one really chewed, chewed tobacco. Yeah, they dipped, dipped. Yeah, and there's a difference. There is a difference. <laughs> you know, chew comes is very leafy. Yeah. Leafy comes in a pouch. You throw a wad in your mouth, and I get scared. I'm going to get like cancer in my mouth from smoking blunts. That's how like averse I have been to like using tobacco products. I mean, I, look, I smoked a lot of blunts. I smoked I a well. shit ton of blunts. But like I moved over to paper. It's not like because my lung capacity because of that one thing. I'm like, dude, if I get cancer anywhere in my tongue or my mouth, like it scares the fuck out of me. They just cut it out. You can still survive without it. It's not like a lung. It's hard to survive I without want, a lung. Don't chew tobacco, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, morale. Obviously, you want to have good morale. Yeah, I feel like that kind of goes into the morals, and I mean, morals, yeah. morale, right? Yeah, exactly. Same thing, right? Communication skills. <laughs> so this is. I mean, am I, am I wrong? I mean, that word has to come from one of those words comes from the other one. Define uh, it for us. Morals Murph. and morale. Okay, so the idea of morale is an attitude. If you have good morale, it means you're in a generally good disposition. So morale around the workplace is good. It means typically everyone's working efficiently, effectively, and everyone's happy to be there. That's a fucking human dictionary. I was a fucking English major. <laughs> I did not know that about you. I'm glad I'm coming to you for definitions. Mm-hmm. So yeah. give it to us. But in terms of morals, this is just a personal standard based on, hey, what is moral to you your morals is your moral standard in terms of what is good and bad on it could be an objective level but in most terms morals are subjective Mm -hmm. if you come from a religious background you're going to have different morals than likely i would who was not raised in the church but i am spiritual so maybe we find some common ground typically there's an objective language of treat others the way you want to be treated Mm -hmm. karma um but one man's trash can really be another man's treasure, and you could just meet some shitty people as well. This team has a great morale. Yeah, the morals of a group. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, they're they're together. I mean, yeah. they're definitely. You could be really good moral people, and you could all be in a really shitty mood, not going in the right direction. And and in a relationship, obviously, you want to keep high morale, communication skills. We've talked about this on the podcast before. I mean, shit, Connor dove into it for how long? <laughs> 
you know, yeah. how, how we communicate the tonality that we communicate with just everything and how we talk to people. Uh, you know, if we were to rank these, obviously trust is number one for me. Trust and honesty. Yeah. Trust and honesty are number one. Ethics is probably and morals is number two. Number three is communication skills, being able to talk. Mm-hmm. My mom and I and the connection that we had and the worst thing that we could have done was work together. Our communication skills, and I'll be the first one, I don't talk to her in the right way. I don't talk to her the way I should talk to her as a son. But, but she does not talk to me in a very respectful way, or she hadn't. We've knocked out, drag out, fought, yelled at each other, like, conversation which is needed communication skills we never communicated that to each other we just let it fester and build and build and build and build and we talked to each other in a way the way we did communicate was awful towards each other if there were like if she and i were sitting here and you guys were just onlookers you'd be like what the fuck was that (laughs) yeah it was terrible she would talk down to me she was condescending rude just it was bad and as a a son and someone younger and someone who has at the time an ego fuck you i'm gonna talk to you back in the same way that you're talking to me right i'm gonna match your i'm gonna match your pace and that is how her and i's relationship has been since i was a freshman in high school but again communication skills her and I got had a phone conversation not too long ago for a couple hours where we just laid into each other. It was great. It was the best conversation my mom and I could have ever had. But again, it goes back to knowing who you're talking to and how you're talking to them that you can have those conversations. Obviously, I'm not going to have that type of conversation with everyone. Right. And especially someone that I'm intimate with. The conversation that I am going to have with them is going to be way different then the conversation, the way I just went off on my mom, I make sure that my tonality is good. I make sure the words that I'm saying are correct. I make sure I'm saying them correctly. So that way it's clear. Yeah, I would definitely have to agree there. I mean, just just being able to have that open, honest, you know, deep conversation, you know, really get vulnerable sometimes, really tell people, you know, tell your person that, you know, you're, insecurities, what you're scared of, what, you know, how you're feeling, how you're, you know, if, if they're doing something, that it, I mean, really, if, if they're kind of going back on any of these things and it's bothering you, then you need to have, be able to have a conversation about it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah I, I like what you said about being open and honest. That's, that's, that's the key. Like, I feel like, especially doing a podcast, like we have to have the communication skills. We have to have, we have to have that with each other, with Murph, who's producing and, fucking kicking ass at this for us. Oh my God. Um, Yeah. There's no way we would have this done without Murph. Um, I think we'd, we'd still be trying to figure out how to upload the first episode. (laughs) (laughs) We wouldn't even have it recorded. No, we probably would have forget. We probably would have hit the wrong button on one of these things. (laughs) We we would have re-recorded about 10 times right now. Oh, at least. Uh, Yeah. Fuck the editing part. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, We're going to leave that that to you forever. I want you all to think about it. I produce like five podcasts. That's what he does, though, you know? My niche. Yeah. You, know? you I sell houses. Yeah. Mortgages. Yeah. Murph does podcasts. Podcasts, you know, podcasts and social media content. You can't oh. take him from us, though. No. <laughs> Don't he's, do that. He's mine. He's ours. <laughs> if you could see the look on my face, everybody, I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it looks really high. So yeah. <laughs> that's actually facts. Speaking of which, pass me the pen. <laughs> Problem solving skills. Um, problem solving. I mean, honestly, me and Gina kind of got into it last night about something like this a little bit. I mean, it was kind of me being an asshole more than anything. Um, kind of. Yeah, me being an asshole more than anything. Um, <clears throat> I you, Gina. Uh, put the ego aside, a, buddy. Yeah. Well, like there was Cooper's. I'll just tell the whole story. Cooper's electric uh, electric fence outside our dog Cooper. We have an electric fence around our house. The collar's not worked for like the last couple weeks, and so we've been putting them on a lead in the front, and she's been asking me to get that fixed and i finally reached out to the company they gave me they gave me some instructions on what to do to try to like reset it before they sent us a new one 
and I sent her the instruction. I, I screenshotted it, whatever they said to me, and I sent it to her, and I was like, I'll take care of it later, and this was a couple days ago. And last night, I got home after a long day, and uh, it was kind of like the first thing she said to me, like, did you do that? And I, and I just kind of blew up. I was just like, I just had a fucking long day, and that's the first thing you ask me is, is I, did I fix the thing? And I definitely didn't handle it well, and it definitely did not start the night off well. And uh, I spent the night, you know, apologizing and shouldn't have. But I, the reason I was thinking about problem solving there is because that's kind of what I said. I was like, this is a problem. Like, you, you know how to solve it, too. Like, you, simple instructions. But, you know, I think is kind of one of the one of the next things on there is, like, division of labor, right? Yes. Um, so, I, you know, I was thinking, like, that's, you know, that's kind of been my division. That, 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 that Anything with the dog has kind of always been my division mm-hmm. or my my part of that's been my con- one of my things that I do. You know, Mark she's got her things that she does. I have my things that I do. I take out the trash. I cook the meals. She does a lot of the cleaning, does laundry. Like, we've got our, right. you know, we've got our things that Your we things do. things that you're good at. For sure. You know, like, I'm I'm a pretty good cook. I spent a long time, you know, cooking right. food. And I mean, you've worked anything. in restaurants. Like, yeah. you've been around it. You've done it mm-hmm. in a professional manner. Yeah. Working in restaurants takes away all the mystique of cooking. It does. It does. Like, cause you're like, oh my God, this looks so beautiful. They must put hours of work into it. That took 15 minutes, my man. That's like, bro, and, and I, we put it on a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it came frozen. We dropped it in a deep fry, the motherfucker. <laughs> we went, remember, oh yeah, cause you guys went to Missouri State. Remember Big Whiskeys? Oh, fuck, fuck yeah, yeah, baby. I took my pops there and he was yeah. like, that's some of the best fish cod I've ever had. I'm like, dad, that shit literally came from a freezer. <laughs> yeah. 25 cent wings on Thursday, on crack. Sundays. Yeah. Trash wings for crap. Yeah, what was the oh, yeah. mango habanero wings? Yeah, I worked at Big Whiskey's. You did? Hey, did you I hear? worked at Big Whiskey's, Black Sheep, yeah. Oh, you guys man. ever go to Ebbets Field? Oh, fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. It what was, was the it, best the, place. Uh, uh, the, it was the grad best. school special, or was it grad? Was grad it? school it's was It's closing on no, the 7th. Yeah. What? I was just in Springfield. Oh, Ebbets yeah. Field. I'm thinking of grad school. Ebbets Field was awesome, too, yeah. Ebbets Field is closing on. It was voted best bar in Springfield back when I was working on school there. Yeah. Makes me so Wait, good. you went to Missouri State too, huh? Yeah, I was a Sigma Nu guy. Go Bears! Hey, I, I have like what year a big. Were you, what years were you there? Uh, thirteen to eighteen. Oh, I was way I, gone. I've got this <laughs> big Missouri State Bear like logo we could throw oh, up in here. Yeah. Leave that in the past. Leave it in the past. Leave it in the past. I started in the fall of 06. Man, you guys are fucking young. 06. Well, you're what? You're thirty six. What? I was in middle school. Yeah, thirty five. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty six this year. I'm about to be thirty one. So, yeah. 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 No, I mean, me I, and her I, for the same age. Yeah. Crazy. We're old. Nothing we can do about it. Nope. Nothing. Just move on. Spider Man. Better with age. Spider Man 2 came out 20 years ago this year, in case anyone was alive back then. I saw it. To- Toby yeah. Maguire's. To- yeah. Alfred Molina's Doc Ock. Oh, yeah. Doc Ock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was trying to remember which one he was. I'll tell you what, they did a really good job of that last Spider Man that came out where they. No Way Home. Where they blended oh, all three dude, together. They were, that, was really that was good. good. That was crack. That was awesome. Because I mean, I thought all three of them. I mean, all three of the Spider-Mans yeah, well, are good. But I would yeah. say Tobey Maguire is my Spider-Man. But yeah, I mean, actually, I, I like Tom it's, Holland it's, the best, It's almost honestly. like the James Bond conversation. Who's your James Toby, Bond? Toby. Or who's your Batman? Because yeah. Batman's of the Christian same Bale. Sense. Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale's my Batman, for yeah. sure. Well, he's he, you believe him. Like, yeah. he, like I, we just watched the, uh, what's, what's his I name? I don't think there's been a better Batman movie since that trilogy there will never who's be. the yeah, most recent batman he's the guy so twilight good. guy robert pattinson, pattinson. Yeah. dude i just i great. watched it and i what they said he was great i i okay he was decent but like i look at him and i'm i just don't believe it right. i look at him and i'm like there's no way this You're fucking skinny little dude is fucking up all these dudes You're you look at christian Yale, jail he's like jacked yeah. i know i know they're all wearing they're all wearing the suit but, but i i would you I gotta just remember look at, though that that and i haven't seen the movie though but that robert pattinson is when he first becomes batman like that's him as a young guy. He's that's two years but in. Go back He's, to the first Christian Bale movie. But that's not a. But that's not a narrative that they're. Told. They're pulling I love from that a they narrative the in the origin. comic books for him though. Oh, I like that they do the whole. I like the how they did the whole origin and they like, you know, showed that he actually like went to this place and learned how to fight and it's like, but like after you know spending a lot of time in martial arts now you're like oh he spent a year there. Huh, that I doesn't make sense. I'm like, huh, I see what I see what guys look like after they're, you know, spend a year here at this gym. Like, oh, I must have been a really good gym. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, not fucking Batman. Right. Now but, he's Batman. Like, hmm. but that's one of the things they wanted to get away from with this movie is that most superhero movies, if it's like the, the first entry, yeah. it's like, okay, how do we spam their origin story? Right. Yeah, so. for sure. No, no, it was cool. Yeah. I think mean, I think it like in mean, the first whatever it says, he's you know, he's been doing this. I've been doing this project for two years. 
And, uh, you know, like, but I, you just look at him and he, I, I don't know. It was a decent Batman, I think. I mean, I'm sure there's, it looks like there's going to be, I mean, they alluded that there's going to be another one. I'll tell you what, there will be, there will be no better Joker than Heath Ledger. No. No. No, the no. dude that killed the, I mean, it literally killed him. Right. You know? And rest in peace. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, they've they've tried. I mean. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix was, was pretty damn was, good. It was good. It was pretty damn good. It was good. Jared Leto sucked. Oh, yeah, God. Jack tough. Nicholson is actually an unrated, underrated yes. Joker is Mark Hamill, who is Luke Skywalker. Really? He's the voice of the cartoon of the Batman animated series one. Really? Yeah. I he's, watched that growing up. That was he's our the time. man. Actually, the voice of Batman, Batman Begins. Remember that? Yeah, actually, Terry McGinnis was voiced by Will Friedle, who was Eric Matthews on Boy Meets World, yeah. and Ron Stoppable on Kim Possible. Mm. Beep, 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 Disney Channel. That's all. <laughs> fuck. That was my jam. Those concert series they put on Friday nights. <laughs> yeah, shit was awesome. I love In sync. Backstreet Boys. Me and Gina watched. Uh, we watched Halloween Town around. Halloween oh yeah. This past year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Smart House. Smart House. Yeah, Smart House. With Katie Seagal. Uh, Under Wraps, I think it was, the Mummy one. Um, that, yeah. Uh, oh, what was the superhero one I always loved? Uh, up, Up, and Away. Up, Up, and Away. That was a good yeah. one. I, this is the best. Johnny Tsunami. Oh, Woo! God. Oh, yeah. The Urchins and the, what was it? The oh. Urchins and the, fuck. The, God. What, what else we got? Enhancing each other's dreams. Oh, well, that's important for sure. Enhancing each other's dreams. I, you know, I mean, something me and Gina, you know, we work on for sure. Like she knows that my dream is to own a lot of, you know, rental properties and have a large real estate portfolio. And, you know, I think sometimes that really stresses her the fuck out. Like right now we're talking about buying this other property and she's, you know, just, it just stresses her out and yeah. gets her upset kind of almost every time. Like, honey, it's what we've talked about, you know, it's, and she's on board for sure, but it's, Sometimes, like she's like I've said, and I don't know if I've ever talked about it on here, but I'm kind of like the the balloon, and she's kind of like the anchor. Yeah, you know, like I I I, she's definitely made stopped me from making some stupid decisions before. Yeah, you know, and and I that's something I'm super thankful for, and you know, that's that's <laughs> the big thing about that, you know, enhancing each other's dreams. Like you you want to be supportive, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you need that one person who's going to be the dreamer and the one person that's going to be the real the realistic person, right? Um. You know, this is one of those that could go either way in, in, in a romantic relationship, husband, wife, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, however you want to look at it, or just a friendship. Like, I think this, and honestly, I think this is more of a friendship type one is, you know, I want to be there and be that. I want to be the guys, fuck yeah, you got this hoorah, like, like right. guy in the background, like, hey, I want to be there. What can I do to help you? Like, that's, I think that's one of the ultimate things you could do as a friend. Right. You know, fucking Connor said it best. He fucking blew up yeah, on, that you know, post. on that post yeah. about it. You know, he he talked about how how you support your friends and how you show up for your friends and your ratio of sharing the people that are closest to you versus who gives a shit big name. Like everybody shares the big name. Right. Well, you know, share your friends, promote your friends, be there for your friends, like enhance their dreams. Like you're a true friend. You want to have the ultimate, have one of the ultimate fundamentals of a, of a relationship. Support your friends and support their dreams, and be there for them. Share their shit, pass it on, and you know I think that's the the ultimate friend relationship. I think I've probably shared every single thing you've posted. And I think vice versa. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like vice versa. Why not? You know, any chance I give you, I can give your name. I'm giving your name, and that's above my ex wife who is a realtor. Like that's the thing. like, yeah. you know, it's just how it is. You know, you, you, the per- people that you're closest with, you want to support the most. And, um, what, no matter what it is that they're doing, I'm going to be the biggest cheerleader, no matter what it is. Like if you're a close friend of mine and I have a, that relationship with you, I am going to be your biggest cheerleader, no matter what. And I'm going to share your shit. I'm going to like your shit. And I'm not going to ask you for discounts. That's a, that's that's a big one. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, last thing, man, when I was, when I was, when I was, you know, at the barbecue place and we, you know, when you get buddies come in and they like expect a discount, I'm like, come on, like we just started this thing. Like you can't give food away. Right. Like, come on. Right. Like support me. (laughs) Exactly. You know, and, and people are, are, are going to expect it, but that's, what's bad about all this is you're, you shouldn't be expecting this. Like if it's a true friend, a true person that you care about and you have 
a relationship with and you are saying that you truly support them, you shouldn't be asking them for a discount. You should be asking them, just give me the how bill. How can I help? Exactly. Give me the bill and how the hell can I help? Right. You know, it's, for me, shit, a good buddy of mine, Cyborg's family. Yeah. I don't want to go to the Cyborg's asking for fucking discounts. No. Give me the fucking bill. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know, like, Love that what, place. you know, what's, what, what's my tab? I'm like, you know, I might call him and be like, Hey, what kind of discounts can you get me on a bourbon? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, that shit's expensive these days, but no, like it's the people that I, I care and support about, like they should never have an issue at like giving me a full price on what they're charging because I'm going to pay it and I'm probably going to tip on top of it. Like it is, it's, it's frustrating because I've had it happen to me and here, like on, on my side of things, I could lose my license as a lender. If there's people see trends like, Oh, he's giving his friends discounted rates. Like if they look at that and they dive deep into that, I could lose my license for that. And as much as I love you guys as a friend, if you're going to come and ask me for a discount, it's not going to fucking happen. Right. And I'm sure it's the same for you when it comes oh, to listing your house. Listing, yeah, listing. Yeah, give, I mean, people want. Are you going to give me a discount? Like, it's like, well, what's your fee? You know, what what do you what do you do? Yeah, it's a tough one to deal with. You know, I'll have people. They'll want. You know, I tell them what my fee is, and you know, we will go back and forth. But you will see a lot of agents that'll just kind of fold, and I, you know, I. I, I'm not going to lie. I've taken discounted commissions because they said that, you know, that basically I'm getting the vibe that they're going to go with the cheapest guy. Yeah. And I'd rather take the, take the listing than not take the listing. Um, but there's times where, I mean, I feel like I need to start being more firm about that. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, um, and, and it's, it's just a conversation. Like it's a conversation that you need to have. Like this is, this is what you're getting mm-hmm. at this percentage, or this is well, why is your rate so much higher than a bank or a credit union? Right. Well, I mean, this is what we do. We're this giving is, you a service, right? You're, you're uh, at this point, like what's important to you. If all it is is cheapest interest rate. Like if that's all that's important to you, then I'm not going to be your person. Like that's that I, I, you know what? Again, it goes back to that abundance mentality. Like I don't need your business. That's the I beauty want, of this business. I, I want, I want your business. I, right, I want your business. I like I'm competitive as fuck. And that award back there, Behind Zach, like I want to just grow that shit more and more and more. Hundred and twenty-two million, folks. Yeah, you know, and fuck, like, we just saw it this year. We just Nick and I were ranked number two in our entire company for units. We're never going to be volume. We're not going to be right. up there we're with not right. We're West not in the mat. Yeah, exactly. But we were number two in the amount of people that we helped. Like I'm more proud of that than anything. What we did in units this year doesn't even like come close to one hundred and twenty-two million. Volume wise, oh, yeah. but the awesome. fact that we did number two in overall units in a market where people were not buying homes, that just goes to show you the value. Dude's that a we're, fucking rock star, ladies and gentlemen. The value that we're bringing, but no, it's just it's not even like it's just being able to educate the people and care about the people that we work with. We care about them for sure. And if you can't see that, like, all you can see is dollars and numbers and interest rates and the absolute fucking interest rate when the difference might be $50 a month that you're probably going to refinance in 12 months. So, Oh fuck. I paid $600 less in 12 months for some dipshit who caused me stress versus, okay, this was the easiest fucking thing I've done in my life. I haven't had to worry about anything. Pat communicated and told me everything. Zach was on top of things. Zach, walked me through every fucking thing and I didn't have a single stress in my like there's more value to not being stressed and what that takes away from your life than saving fifty dollars a month on a fucking monthly payment or one percent in fucking commission. Right. Like it's so it's it pisses me off so fucking much. These discount fucking brokers and lenders and banks and credit unions. Like everybody has their purpose. And and don't get me wrong. There's some banks that have separate mortgage divisions that are very good and they hire very good people, but most of them, big banks. No, yeah. stay away. Stay away. Run. 
No. And probably gonna get a lot of shit for oh, talking yeah. shit <laughs> on big banks and bring unions, it. But fuck you guys. Bring it. <laughs> I, I can attest to that. Also, yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah. Big so, clients. Yeah. Well, fuck. We Is just rolled a- through 16 things that make a fundamental yeah. relationship. Well, before we go, yeah. I have a little announcement. Yeah. We hit an all-time high on your nose tonight. Uh, whoop, whoop. I guess I got to drink, drink the rest of this. <laughs> Zach, do you want to guess what the number was? What was my highest? Uh, it was 28. Oh, I'm in you like, doused I'm in, the 40s. I'm in the 40s at least. Higher. We also went for 60? like a hun- an hour, 60. hour and a half. Yeah, we didn't want, that's the longest pod, too. And he might have counted some of my, you know. He might have. I, no. You know what? I... I, I only coach Zach's. I'm very specific about this. Ugh, after after a year me. of editing all of his videos, and I've had to hear all those, you knows, I am I'm I'm attacking this with prejudice. All right, well, I got about a shot here. Of whiskey. <laughs> that, that's good enough. So, cheers, Zach. To yeah. you know, yeah, you know. All right, guys. Well, that is episode five. Like, comment, subscribe, tell your friends. See you on Thursday. See you.